0: Yoy. I'm not going to worry about your level of concern.
1: we talking about Twitter. Yoy. Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that.
0: We will not go gently. We're going to unleash hell here in December, because we have to. We won't go into shell, we gonna go into attack mode, because uh, that's what's required. We mock ourselves that's right it's hell unleashing season <laughs> just hear those slay s l a y bells ringing it's hell unleashing season and and uh and it's uh, everything's going according to plan yes yes it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it, it's it's hilarious to me. I, we might get into this later, but Please. I I just remember a year ago. No, I mean maybe not a year to the week, but I remember when it was five five and one last mm. year, and people were you know it was acting like it was the second coming, the apocalypse was was near, and the world was ending at five five and one. But at at five and seven, a year later, <laughs> uh, a lot of different tones Some of yes. these uh, mm-hmm. some true feelings you can't hide your true feelings steeler nation (laughs) you're trying to be tough guys all week all season but the true feelings
1: of hope and maybe it's maybe it's christmas i don't know or maybe it's hell unleashing season or mr comfy or whatever it was that cam hayward said Mr. Comfy, or Mr. Slo- Mr. Sloppy, Mr. S- Mr. Nice, whatever he called himself, he didn't want to be after Connor's touchdown. I'm gonna, I messed oh, it up, oh. but yeah, it was it was Mr. Sappy, maybe it was something, it was something that sounded like a, a, a character from a kids movie or a horror movie.
0: We are going to unleash hell here in December. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's my kind of Christmas movie. It's what Jen's talking about, the
0: conversation about the Steelers social media conversation. I'm Kyle Kreiss here with Greg Benavent. Hello. And we'll get to some of that later because I want to get, I wanted the, the, for me, at least the lead story this week, there was, uh, there was one and they always say, don't, you may not want to meet your heroes. <laughs> and I'm talking about Tom Lynch getting working here. Let's get to the tweets at the Pony Express, Andrew Filippone Tomlin cursing out the fan was funny. I doubt his boss feels that way, and he should apologize for it. It was it was an encouraging comment. Why flip out on the guy? If I did that to a listener at a remote broadcast, my bosses would be livid. Steelers should invite fan here for a game. This is, I don't know. Am I, am I, I'm I I'm, I'm almost Team Filippone, except for when he's like, if I did that to when he gets to that, I'm like, okay, whatever. No one's coming to your remote to.
1: Uh. <laughs> well, a couple things. I mean, I my, my fear about if you invite the fan for a game is that you're encouraging this. That's my one concern. Is if you do that, and secondly, what kind of weirded me out about it is like I, you know, I've never been in this Mercedes Stadium, but I've seen like the one where the Cowboys play, and I've seen where even the Penguins, closer to home, where there's like where you can get in to that bar or whatever it is and you can take pictures of the players and they're walking by but like where was the barrier here? Like why was that guy by himself? Like I, I kind of wondered how that guy got to that area and that seemed strange that it was that there was no barrier between him and the players because even if you go to Dallas there is. Like I you know I I, I mean it was funny I'm glad Tomlin said that to the guy it, um, it, it, it 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 it. maybe he didn't have to be quite so curt with him but I also uh, imagine he he might have been kind of creeped out by him, but uh, I did think it was hilarious. I was glad we got it on video. Uh,
0: how, you mean he must he must have to deal with that type of stuff throughout his day, you know, a hundred times a day, and he probably ignores people or you know he. I mean that that's that it's it's a conscious choice to. Look at the
1: guy who's filming you and and curse him out. Certainly. I I, I don't know if he, but does he have to deal with that 100 times a day, though? I mean, it's not like there's fans, at least to the extent I know, walking through, you know, Water Street or whatever it is, the complex. How did you tell
0: me when he goes to Giant Eagle or whatever and, uh, you know, he's like, okay, where are the sweet and sour Doritos? Oh, yeah, that I get. But he's also not working then. Well yeah well I'm not working you know I, I, it would be the opposite for me he's like I'm not I'm not working oh, now Oh I see I'm, I'm not, off like, the clock I'm, so I don't yeah. have
1: to be nice to you it um but, yeah, because, I mean, it's not like Tomlin does a lot of, like, fan-facing things. I mean, to the extent that I've ever seen him, it's those, uh, it's like the fashion show or it's, you know, whatever that men's ministry thing with Cam Hayward, the man up or whatever. Like, it's not, like, there's a whole lot of, like, Tomlins at like the meet and greet or something. That's true.
0: You know, he's, uh... You we know. love Steeler Nation. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I know you love it. Um, I don't know. It just makes me, it made me think twice. It made me think, like, because I've always been like, oh, man, if I ever had a chance to meet Tomlin, would I? Would I ask this? Would I say this? Now I'm thinking, like, if I ever have the chance to meet Tomlin, maybe I'm just going to stand and be still, you know? Well,
1: I mean, I th- but see, I I think it's the stadium thing. I think I'm uh, my guess is he's a lot more chill if, uh, if you get him outside of the time when he actually has to think of something. I mean, when it's, you know, a uh, man was probably lost in his thoughts getting ready for the game. I imagine he's a lot calmer and, and less likely to cuss you out, provided you're polite and intelligent, which you would be <laughs> um, when you're not literally inside a stadium how often does the man say the phrase inside the stadium it clearly means something to him
0: we love pittsburgh pa
1: yeah well that was atlanta in fact (laughs) in, in fact the
0: guy was here's the guy at fair perez fernando perez i'm a fan with a ticket our suite was next to the player's walkway. Uh, I thought it was funny. He was in the zone and didn't feel like talking. No hurt feelings. So it sounded like this guy kind of slipped into some, um, you know, uh, employees only area. That's what I was
1: about to say. Where (laughs) did you see this guy's suite in that video? There was no suite there. He was in some place he probably wasn't supposed to be. But I would be, if I
0: was, you know, if I had a suite next to the player's walkway, <laughs> I might accidentally uh, slip
1: by there, too. I, that might be me. I think I looked at that guy, and I saw myself. Oh, and okay. Well, see, I, I could, I, the, the, I, I mean, I, I would struggle with that because I would first be like, how am I in this suite? But perhaps you're a more confident person than me. No, That's, that's good. another story. But here's <laughs> the other thing. I could see doing that after the game. It's okay. like at it, halftime, that's still man, there's a lot to go here. Like it it, it you know, and again, I'm a person that gets nervous about such things, but I I couldn't see slipping over I could see going over celebrating after the game or if a tough game, hey, good luck next time. But man, I, I halftime I would struggle with that. I really would.
0: Yeah, you I don't know if you'd get the friendly, you know yeah, It's good <laughs> to see the big boy. Yeah, that's not exactly <laughs> not exactly the greeting I think I would get if I saw <laughs> Um, okay, well, let's move to the other drama. Oh, oh, right? Let's geez. flip the channel from Days of Our Lives over to General Hospital. <laughs> <laughs> at J Round 32 Josh Roundtree from 93.7, the so-called fan. I think George Pickens is going to be a really special player for the Steelers. But the lashing out, the public whining and sulking about a lack of targets is unearned and seems like it's becoming somewhat of a distraction that isn't needed. Um it certainly became the narrative. I mean if it was a distraction from a two-game win streak, then right. it it did it made it did do that in some in some ways.
1: Oh yeah, the fact that we're still talking about this is not good. I mean, I certainly wasn't glad to see it. It uh it's it, I I do want to say it, I think it's one of the rare times maybe the only time and i perhaps I'm wrong. My memory isn't uh, as great as it used to be. Um, when I saw one of these things, a player lashing out and I, I kind of agreed with it. Cause I mean that, the, the, the a, a, at least in the heat of the moment, if only because this, the the part, I believe the one that we're talking about where you see him swearing in slow motion and he's yelling is after what we thought was going to be the Deontay fumble. And, yeah. uh, after that, uh, particular play, but, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not good. And I, uh, I, I hope it ends. I mean, it's 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 not something I thought of in the top ten things uh, from this. Well, maybe the ten, like nine or ten from this game. But uh, I do hope it uh, ends quickly and in such a way other than here's a three yard pass for you to please be quiet.
0: You know, it, it's it, I could see it if we were down thirteen in a mm-hmm. game. When you're up thirteen, it was kind of scratched my head. Like, uh, yeah, I didn't get the ball either, but we're still up thirteen. He wasn't you know? up
1: thirteen though when he yelled. No, that. well, no? not not at the fumble. Not when, not when they, when they thought it was going to be the Deontay fumble. I mean, unless, didn't okay. that happen at the same time? Like, it was uh, because okay. it was. So it, w-
0: w- what was the score? Up six, uh, then? Up six?
1: Yeah, I want to say six. Yeah, in fact, that's well, six. It, uh, I and also, the momentum's going against them. It's a big drive. They haven't done anything in the second half. I'm not saying he should have done this. He should, I, I wish he hadn't. But, I boy, I got the frustration because I was feeling it, too. <laughs>
0: I think he. I think some of that squawking started when they were up at thirteen. I think that is you correct. Know, I think maybe not. Maybe not the exact. Maybe the the pinnacle of it there, but
1: and that might have led to that two yard pass that they were like, hey, here's yeah. a pass for two yards. Please be quiet. Yeah.
0: Well, but, I, I don't know if you saw Ben with uh, Debo, I heard. and he was like, you know, that's what Charlie would do. He's like, hey, you haven't got the ball yet to, you know, Heinz Ward. Are you gonna, you
1: know, you Charlie said that after the game. Actually, that same thing. Oh yeah. Without having seen the podcast, he said that I used to tell Ben. <laughs>
0: hey we got to get the ball to martavius <laughs> right, right, okay right.
1: he's sulking over there i'm I'm managing everyone's egos here on the sideline Ben. if you could please throw him a three yard out
0: well i think that's fascinating because mm. it's like there is a role you know it's like what are they what do they you know what's mace doing of it what's mitch doing over, well there is a role that these players are doing like and it's
1: important as we as we do oh, yeah. a little bit and i imagine even despite this i imagine mitch is someone that's very good at that i mean the guy is a leader and a good dude i yeah. mean and he just you know loves the game
0: nobody loves football as much as i do. Oh, yeah! I, I agree. I agree. Top, top 10 all time. Lover of football. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, there's more to talk about with George. At underscore. What? I got an email. Okay. At <laughs> underscore the Chuck, the Squirrel Hill Tunnel Troll. Right now, everyone hates DJ, but mark my words, they will be complaining about Pickens very soon. He has a couple drops now, and he's yelling, throw me the ball on the sidelines. This is not going to go well with Yinzer's. Uh, they're currently distracted by DJ's fumble. You know, they, they're, we'll get to the supporters, but this is something that, I mean, in the past, you blink one way wrong, and the fans yes. are like,
1: This guy isn't committed to the game. A thousand percent, this person is correct. Today, they blame DJ. Tomorrow, they will blame uh uh whoever, you know, uh, uh isn't the best receiver in that game. This is a thousand percent correct. And thankfully, again, Pickens seems to be the rare person his age who has no, con- who has little concern for social media whatsoever. Cause I mean, the Pickens, you know, milk crate challenge is the kind of thing that would, you know, uh, uh, drive people insane. But yeah. <laughs> (laughs) This is absolutely correct that uh, uh, this person today they're mad at DJ because he had a pretty rough game. As soon as Pickens does, uh, there will be for him as well and
0: you know so uh, but there, but he's got so much hype right now mm-hmm. i don't think we've seen this much hype maybe on on a
1: on a players uh in recent years but no not not for a wide receiver i mean it's it's it, even even claypole who was a second round yeah. pick uh not you know at um uh, uh and i think also part of that's too is you know having them seen george in college but yeah we've never seen a receiver this hyped for the steelers since maybe plex
0: yeah, so I get why you know Tomlin's all mad at the narrative. You know? I somewhat resent that. I, yeah, well, I hear it. Uh, but let's get to the let's get to the haters. Uh, is this a hater? No, is, I'm sorry, the defenders. we were talking about that? Let's get to the defenders at Thompson Photo Twelve, Ed Thompson. Uh, images of frustration. The kid needs to catch more balls. He needs more yards. When he isn't the target, it upsets him. It's the competitive fire in him. It's why the Steelers drafted him. That and his talent. Frustration occasionally showed. Let's not make a big deal about it. I mean, you. I mean, that's a long. That's a. That's a long ways away from the A. B. era where. Oh yes. We, we. He was the best player on earth, and fans couldn't forgive him. But now, Ben, they're bending over backwards. I don't know. There must be a new. Uh, uh, you know, chiropractor over at uh, the university there because they're they're bending backwards for uh, for Pickens here.
1: Well, I can't necessarily blame uh, all Steelers fans over the last decade on Mr. Uh, Thompson photo twelve, but um, but yeah, it, it is a very different narrative than we used to have with A. B. It um, but I wonder how much of this again is the fact that there's no there is no Pickens social media. The only thing we know about him on social media is the picture of him from when he was drafted. He's not out there tweeting. He's not Mr. Big Chest. He's not. Uh, 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 wearing clothes from Eddie Murphy's Raw, he, we we see, only know him from uh, the game. I wonder if that's part of because you can project then your feelings onto him. Hence this person's tweet about he has this competitive fire in him. He's played ten games. I assume he has a competitive fire too. But this guy doesn't know any more than me. Hey,
0: don't knock his out. You say he doesn't wear the Eddie Murphy Raw, but I don't know. I've he some of that that he has some of those like fifteen hundred dollar vests and stuff. Oh coming yeah, to the game. but
1: I'm saying he's not posting himself doing like lo- Facebook Live after every game with him. That, I should have clarified that. Yes. No,
0: like you could do a little more Facebook Live, George. If you wouldn't, if you want to, you know. I don't know how far are you from uh, Marcus Allen's locker. Get over there, maybe, and uh, you know, it's like mm-hmm. you know, everybody else gets a little tight. Yeah, loosen up a little, maybe. I don't know.
1: No, George seems pretty chill. Um, Eh, mm, okay. Without. I was more, the only thing that bothered me about Pickens even more so that yelling was him not talking after the game, like opting out of interviews. That thing always bothers me a little bit, but that, that's probably just <laughs> me being, you know, uh, uh, old.
0: Yeah, I think that, I think, I don't know, I, it's like smart, you know, these, these guys, the, I don't know, these insiders and these locker room questioners, I don't know, they could up their game too, you know, it's like, <laughs> it, uh, they're, they're not always, they're not on a winning streak either, let's just say. uh <laughs> But that's all he right. You can keep my tombstone or whatever. I'll, I'll take, take the W. We'll take the W. There you go. Okay, but mm-hmm. we, you know, we can't even a win or lose streak or no streak. We we still need to. I play play I Canada! Canada! That's right. Because the better we do, the the better he gets. I don't know. It, mm-hmm. It's uh. Let's go to at. You tell me pod one. You tell me what I just said. It's like Matt Canada actually watched tape from last week and learned from the Colts that Steelers <laughs> also have a tight end and are allowed to use them. That sounds like a knock, but I think it's actually a compliment.
1: Right, it is. I was thinking that too, and I was, I was thinking the same thing you and I commented during the game about how Gentry's in there. It's time for the shovel pass to Gentry at a uh Bowl favorite game. And the one thing the win or lose, everyone takes a shot at Canada for it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's you know as as long as the team wins and doesn't turn the ball over, that that's all anyone actually wants like it's is if you start start blaming Canada even when things are going well then then you've kind of reached a level of online that is not healthy
0: well you we're we're in that we're going to be in that territory <laughs> especially if uh, if it's uh, hell unleashing season it's going to be go. tough sledding for uh, Canada um <laughs> how about oh let's go back Let's go back to the GOAT at the Pony Express, Andrew Mm Filipponi. Former Steelers quarterback Charlie Batch on the fan with five games remaining. If Kenny Pickett doesn't turn the ball over, now we're talking about Matt Canada returning to the Steelers in 2023. The two are attached hand-in-hand. So... uh, I, so then I'm rooting for Canada because I'm oh, rooting yeah. for Kenny. If I'm rooting for Kenny and I'm rooting for wins, then I'm rooting for Canada.
1: Right. And it's, it's and what, 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 I, what genuinely surprised me this week. And I had no idea. And I would not have believed if I hadn't read it. I forget who posted it first was that, you know, Kenny set the all time Steelers rookie quarterback record for like most passes without a turnover or most games without a turnover or something beating Roethlisberger in Oh four. I would not have believed that oh, having been around there. the new goat. Yeah. I would not have, I, I would never believe that because i remember that was a big thing they were saying back then was the ben's not turning the ball over at uh
0: but, well um, you yeah. know if i'm starting to love canada who else is loving canada you, f- you forgot to ask kenny himself <laughs> what does kenny have to say about canada don't not, nothing doesn't have to say <laughs> oh kenny why are you all cotton mouth on me now kenny what do you have to say about canada
1: we connected like you said, I mean, pretty early on in high school and we have a really what? good relationship where you know, we
0: we can talk about pretty much anything. We're what? open and honest on what I see and he asks me all the time and I think that open line of communication is just gonna to continue to improve and it's he's not he's not saying like it, it's he's not saying short term he's thinking long term continue to improve
1: uh, i mean yeah i mean well it, it would be weird like if you were talking about uh not just a colleague but a supervisor and let it into your voice like yeah we're waiting for him to be let go i mean so yeah so it's so i mean it makes sense that them uh you know i mean i hope this works out i hope that this becomes an ongoing punchline and something with which we can make fun of the fan base for how much they wanted to get rid of canada well kenny uh continue uh, you know soars ascends and becomes great yeah but, well um, let's see
0: what kenny got canada for christmas
1: um, you know he's very open to, to suggestions that we all have
0: as players as staff and um it's a collective effort and you know it's definitely cool to have an oc that that's open to that and not just kind of you know closed-minded so it, it, it's a pretty good relationship that he has with all of us Oh my guy It's like his best friend. Is this B.A. and Ben part two? This uh, I is...
1: mean, they, they, uh, hopefully it leads to them buying, you know, big log cabins on remote Georgia lakes or whatever that was. It uh, Was it last year that we got the story about Canada with the rest of the offensive staff that he would like lock himself in the room by himself and then write out notes and plays on like little note, pa- note pieces of notebook paper, scrunch them up and give them to uh, the other coaches? Oh, really? I, That's what I just kept thinking about. when like doing this love notes? Like... Oh, no, I, w- I was thinking it just like, open my comics like just scratching a bunch of little notes it'll be like someone you know any offensive line coach Trent like you know cocking their head trying to figure out what this says about uh, uh, the Z slant or something
0: oh here Derek Watt I was thinking about wheel routes here right. I just wrote down a little <laughs> uh play here
1: right that, I mean it's uh, maybe that changed I don't know but yeah at um well it just
0: shows there's some relationships behind the scenes yes. that are as important if not in some cases maybe more important than whatever we see on the stats line I mean you know because coach has said it himself you know I've had really intimate relationships with individuals at that position you know it's 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 intimate behind the scenes
1: right oh yeah well how much does Toblin use the word process and preparation I mean it's it's even more so than he does in stadium where he talks about you know how, how our process is how we get there and all that kind of thing and what a great time important time to cement an effective process when you have a rookie quarterback
0: yeah that's right um and and we're getting better, even though, the I mean, we scored less points uh, against Atlanta than we did against, you know, say like the Bengals or mm-hmm. the, what was the win before that? Uh, Saints. The Saints, but, but at Fanta Skippy points out, Jeffrey Benedict, okay, the Steelers offense scored 19 points in Atlanta. Uh this is wait, eh, rewind the Steelers offense that scored 19 points in Atlanta was better than the Steelers offense that scored 30 against the Bengals 30 points on 13 drives so that's 2.3 points per possession 19 points on seven drives against the Falcons that's 2.7 points per possession uh that's great I mean you know of course wins or is the stat that
1: matters but I'll take this as uh as progress a thousand percent because you know what we're not talking about several three and outs in a row which is yeah. absolutely what sunk them against the Bengals in that third quarter that did not happen against the Falcons I mean, they had what one three and out right and it was and I want to say it wasn't even until the second half I mean it was it I think that might have been it that was the one with the Deontay uh, uh, uh fumble that wasn't the fumble might yeah. that have been the one three and out and obviously that's not when you'd want to have it but man they got they just kept drives going uh, uh, uh when they had to and also when they maybe didn't have to which helped make everything easier no this is real tangible growth and it's not just
0: uh it's not just growth it's it's all time growth is that let's at bradley locker is this is what you were talking about the steelers have gone four more emails god the steelers (laughs) have gone four straight games without a turnover that's the franchise's longest streak since at least 1939 box score data was not even listed it wasn't even invented yet uh Uh, Over a month without a turnover. Unreal. Well... (laughs) I mean Ben was always had a little bit of Favre in him as much as anyone. He
1: did, but he didn't in 2004 and 2005 as much. I mean that definitely did come through. I mean too. the one thing I was thinking about when you read this stat is like, you know, they went a month without a turnover in 1938. They might have gone a month without a pass in 1939. <laughs> yeah. Like it's um but uh but yeah, I mean it's just amazing numbers. I mean it's but this is also what we've been looking for since I mean what uh, uh, James Conner in the game where they tied the Browns. I mean like an effective running game. Like running Running game you could actually rely on for more than one week and one week out. I mean, Benny Snell, it was that, and then it was Benny Snell against the Giants and cut two to last month. Like, it's been tough running the ball. It really has, and uh, and it's been uh, it's been good it's been good running. Let's mm-hmm.
0: just um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's just get to the second half. We got a lot to talk about. <laughs> we're gonna take a knee. We're gonna, right. we're gonna, we're we're gonna run, run out, out the, the clock. clock. we sit on these timeouts. Where's the? Uh, let's get back to the music, you know, because we got a lot to talk about in the second half. Do we got to talk about Kenny? We haven't really we talked about Canada, but we have to talk about Kenny and. Uh, maybe a new QB conspiracy that's kind of under the radar. Oh, okay. Not really many people were talking about it, so I guess okay. we'll uh, spread that disinformation. Nice. Um, but I but I do want to get to the Tomlin, the you know the people who are slowly filled with hope and and uh, and optimism, where usually they would be the biggest haters in the room. We'll get to that in the second half. Enjoy these messages. messages. all right second half playing with a little bit of a lead a little bit of a streak maybe even some might say um let's talk about quesadilla kenny pickett where (laughs) is the tweets uh at joe thomas 73 joe thomas uh Number one Kenny Pickett fan club president. (laughs) Do, do the Steelers fans still disagree with me and think that Kenny Pickett stinks? He looked pretty good again and continues improving every week. Uh, this is like two two or three weeks in a row that Joe Thomas has been on the Kenny bandwagon.
1: Oh, yeah. No, uh, Joe Thomas, a.k.a. the other Brown from the last decade you can name other than Joe Hayden, uh, very much seems to enjoy Kenny Pickett. I, I mean, I think he's right. I mean, I think it's, you know, I, I do think that in, uh, you know, our diversified uh, Twitter social media landscape, there is a place for the... Pro pro uh, Steelers quarterback troll at uh, that being a way to uh, collect the audience as well. But I mean, it's it's hard to argue with Joe at this point. I mean, Kenny's really coming along uh, just even in the last month.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You can't uh, mm-hmm. you can't argue with that, right? You're mm-hmm. you're exactly right. Um, <laughs> let's go over to. Well, geez, I mean, how about this? At Jeff Kerr CBS, Jeff Kerr. Highest completion percentage against the Blitz this NFL season. Kenny Pickett, 70.6%. Pickett has a 108.4 passer rating against the Blitz in his rookie season. That seems to me like above the head thing. That's a positive. Um, Or that just tells me that from the from
1: next five weeks, there's going to be a lot of zone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, 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 so thing, I was asked that. So uh, that's above the head and that's uh, along the arm in terms of uh, the accuracy thing. But yeah, by that same token, I, I read that and be like, oh, there's going to be eight dudes dropping back. That's very much what I got out of that. Uh, a lot
0: more draws. I can see more second and 10 draws. Yes,
1: exactly. A lot more of Anthony McFarlane at uh, running for negative two yards or 14. Um, How about
0: <whistles> at Scarpizio Scarps, Not a knock on Pickett, but just an observation that fans tout his improved passer rating, 75.1 overall, but had no problem criticizing Ben last season for his pass rating, 86.8. Ben also had five games with a rating of hundred point more. Kenny is just one, so I guess a little uh, revisionist history on Ben. You know, the, we always consider it the Twilight season, I guess, but it, Twilight Ben it was better than rookie Kenny.
1: Absolutely, and uh, several of those games, absolutely. I mean, I find it a little hard to believe. You know, to be too upset about. Uh, 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 you know, we're grading a rookie in his eighth game uh, differently than uh, an all time great, even at the very end of things. But um, but no, Ben had some. Some, uh, uh great games it, uh, i'm never sure i'm always, I, I find these arguments a little bit fast and loose because it's like which you know qb rating are you going with but um but yeah ben had some great games last year he had some great fourth quarters and some uh genuinely unwatchable first halves
0: <laughs> i laugh at that well well that was funny um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, it's kind of like Rocky Five, right? It's like yes. oh, we're putting Rocky versus the Tommy
1: Gun. Well, come yeah. on, it's not a fair fight. But. Right? It's 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 a guy with the disease. We're fighting him in a street. Yeah. But I you think. know,
0: if we get to the maybe if we get to the Pro Bowl games, maybe we can see a little Team Ben <laughs> versus Team Ken. I don't know.
1: Or maybe... Do you get a bunch of emails asking you to buy Pro Bowl tickets? I get them like every other day from the NFL.com. Really? I'd like to... like to. Oh, like Okay, to. I'll forward them to you. I I was trying to avoid is it. Them. Hawaii or is it? Uh... No, it's Vegas. Oh. Guess, oh Vegas. yeah, let's go. Let's oh, okay. Go. Oh, all right. I didn't mean to change the subject, but yeah, we can go.
0: Oh, I just I... got a follow request from my dentist. So <laughs> that's, uh, you're getting you're getting Pro Bowl invites. I'm getting I'm getting Insta requests from uh, my dentist. My, oh. my
1: dentist doesn't follow me on Instagram. What well, do for you,
0: you know what? You do. I guess you don't have my kind of insurance. <laughs> um, anything else to say about Kenny? Um, oh, okay. Not just against the blitz, but okay. I guess this is this. I guess this is the same. Mm. At by Josh Carney, Josh Carney, mm-hmm. Steelers quarterback Kenny Pickett completed 11 of 16 passes for 151 yards in the touchdown versus zone coverage Sunday against the Falcons. But against man coverage, the rookie quarterback was just three for 10 for 37 yards. So actually, no, know, it's different.
1: I thought if they blitz, you might have yeah. more propensity for man, but he's better against the zone. Yeah, th- th- this seems like we've reached one of those gaps in my lack of understanding about football. So, what you want to do to stop Kenny is to drop guys back into man, <laughs> which yeah. seems like it would lead you to zone automatically. So, I feel like I, I feel like I typed something impossible into my calculator.
0: Right, Kenny's great against the blitz, so you don't want to blitz him, <laughs> and he's great against the zone, so you don't want to drop into. You want to play man, but don't blitz. So, <laughs> what you just have, uh, you have a, you have a lot of, man, I don't know, double I, I think coverage. You
1: have nine guys just standing
0: backward. Yeah. Yeah, you wanna, I, well, you want to double cover Muth at this point, and you okay. want to and you want to double cover uh, Pickens, George and/or
1: Deontay, depending on which you feel like, and uh, and maybe like Gentry just for the shuffle. No, pass. I was
0: going to say that opens up the
1: shuffle right. pass. Oh, right? Oh, there it is. Right? See, this is why you're a strategist. Yeah, that's why I'm a Canada defender. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, okay, let's get to this. Uh, is this a new QB conspiracy? I don't okay. know. This was this wasn't even on Steelers Twitter. I found this lurking in the uh, in the halls of of a grit twitter over in detroit lions country (laughs) at db akron douglas berry art the second and omar khan weren't so confident in mike tomlin's selections for quarterback they pressured tomlin to move off of mitch they pressured tomlin again about starting mason over the bye week a Detroit insider confirmed that Detroit was one of two GMs who contacted Omar Khan about acquiring Mason Rudolph. The calls prompted Khan to hold a press conference to publicly tell people the Steelers were not trading any QBs on staff. Um, uh, I, You know... This comes back. It, it it seems a mute mute point if the Steelers mm. keep winning, but mm-hmm. um, you know, is I guess it goes back to the decision. Was it a, a misfire to get Kenny in
1: there or to have Mitch at the top of the season? I mean, I, I I I can't speak to Mitch over the top of the season. What I can say is that um, you know, the one thing that you and I would read consistently throughout the spring and the summer was that when you watch these drills, Mitch is doing them better than anyone else, better than Kenny, better than Mason. I always thought. And we said it at the time that when uh, Tomlin went to Kenny at the second half of the Jets game, it was a break glass in case of emergency. This is the last chance to save the season as a contender. It was worth a shot. And my last thing that I'll say about this is I, I don't think I, – I, I think more teams should have offered more for uh, Mason, I mean, I look at the local team here in town, the Rams. They start in some guy you never heard of. They're three and eight, the worst defending Super Bowl champions ever. You tell me for a third or a fourth, the Steelers wouldn't have given them Mason and given them a chance to compete in that division. That's on the other teams not ponying up for the Steelers to uh, give them a good pick to compete. That's ridiculous.
0: And now um, that's a joke to me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and now they got uh, Baker out there. Oh,
1: is it Baker? Oh, okay. I mean, it's I I saw at least the Niners are winning with some guy at uh, you know, and I was thinking, okay. well, that's you should have traded for mason too i mean it's 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 that's ridiculous it, you're sure at that you're. that's right like, Ma- i
0: know mm-hmm. now mason is a known commodity yeah. so i so yeah so they were wise in holding on to him in case of in, in you know, the Steelers could have been in that situation.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. The Steelers absolutely could have been in that situation. But I, I am criticizing these teams for not giving the Steelers, a, like, again, doing what the Bears did. Make, make you know, an offer the Steelers literally can't turn down because it's too lucrative.
0: You know, do you think that, you know, the the implication here is that, like, Art and Omar Khan are kind of like, mm, kind of like, mm, I don't know, Tomlin, I don't know about what you're doing here. We're going to just keep things going on the back burner in, in a, in a kind of nefarious way, maybe. Like, but... um, I mean, obviously, all three must have been on the same page on all these things.
1: Certainly, but I I believe so much of what you believe about this tweet depends on exactly how you're defining pressured. Is pressured like, oh, my God, you got to get him out of there right now. Is pressure like, hey, so just... Talk yeah. us through what you're doing with the quarterbacks.
0: Yeah. Oh, what are you going to do? You're going to lose. Just you're just going to spend,
1: uh, you know, th- three million to have them sit on the bench all season. You know, maybe they. Get See, I don't even think it's that no. strong. I think I think it very well could be like so. You know, we're a little concerned about the quarterbacks thing. If you could just talk us through it, and then we'll go from there. I mean, that's because that's how coworkers. Colleagues, people in a business uh, venture together, would speak to each other in a fairly contentious, uh, high stakes negotiation, and um, yeah. where we all want the same thing. Yeah, versus pressure, they put Tomlin up against the wall. There were fingers and noses and faces.
0: You know, I don't even understand where that's coming from. <laughs> I don't. I, you know, it was it was Detroit Twitter. I found my way onto Detroit Twitter. Let's talk about. But you know, now let's the, the people who are starting to come around. Oh boy. hope springs eternal. What five five and five and one? No, No. No hope at all, but five and seven. The hope springs eternal. Mm -hmm. Let's start with at Alicia Dawn. Alicia Dawn. Patriots can lose four out of five. Browns losing next two weeks with DW playing like he did yesterday. Jets could lose four games. Raiders still have the Chiefs. Steelers have the easiest schedule out there for teams of the seventh seed. Mike Tomlin's going to do it again, isn't he? Woo ah, that's let's let's come on that bandwagon oh
1: no it sounds great I mean it's uh, the only thing I would wonder about is yada yadaing the Patriots schedule I mean even with you know a cardboard cutout a quarterback I imagine there's enough running game and defense to get through the rest of the AFC East that isn't Miami and Buffalo but I mean this all could happen it um you know so much of this uh, uh, uh belief comes from two factors not just one one that the team is playing better and two that is the easiest schedule the Steelers have had down the stretch you know if this Steelers team were like had like eight or nine wins or something and were like playing for the bye all you would hear is about how weak the schedule is and how much it does not prepare them for the playoffs because I remember those narratives I remember those years
0: I think it's just a little too early to jump. Yes. You know, like we got it's Ravens Week. Let's right. worry about Ravens Week, and then let's worry about five hundred, mm-hmm. and then let's worry about you know, cl- you know, securing
1: the five hundred, and then we'll talk about playoffs. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't mean to interrupt. I mean, I just want to see Kenny Pickett and the young guys play a game where hey, maybe they are favorites, where everyone expects them to win. Let's see them deal with the dreaded trap game for the first time in their professional lives.
0: Well, oh, Cleveland's coming. Cleveland's coming well, soon. Even, I <laughs> was thinking Carolina.
1: But oh, yeah. Ooh, okay. it, it, yeah. But I mean, but yeah, Cleveland. When Cleveland shows up, they're gonna show up with Deshaun Watson. And I think that's gonna change I think that's gonna keep that from being the trap thing. But yeah, but show me Carolina, you know, that kind of thing. At the,
0: um let's go to <clears throat> at Jordan York music. Jordan York wouldn't be surprised if Steelers and Mike Tomlin went out the rest of the season. That's just what he does. Is that, I mean, wow. I thought I was a Tomlin
1: fan. I don't know if he always just wins out the season. That, 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 that seems like somebody who is perhaps unleashed a bit too much hell.
0: You know, in, in fact, he, he, you know, Tomlin's, I, I went and looked like, what is Tomlin's unleash hell record mm-hmm. in December? And now that we're in like 17 games, I include January. That's January. Yeah. Still hell unleashing season. Oh Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. The weather hasn't changed. Has it? It's still hell unleashing weather. It's,
0: you know, the the, the, the unleashed hell tree is still up in my oh yeah um, we don't
1: take that down to at least uh, penguins playoff time yeah. so
0: uh, you know from 07 through last year you know t- t- today is still incomplete mm-hmm. so from 07 to 21 and 15 years tomlin has had an unleash he's unleashed hell nine out of 15 years wow. i'm talking like four and one records or undefeated records okay um so you know that's nine out of fifteen. That's uh, you know that's obviously a little bit more than half. Mm-hmm. Um, and but then what what we're talking about this season is really kind of like a super unleash. How we've got to go like we got to finish like six and one. You know yeah, on the some season same number. Yeah. And he actually. did he, Howman does the super unleash hell 5 out of 15 years, 1 out of 3 wow. times. Wow. We finished with, with like a 6 and 1 or 7 and 0. Oh, you know, like like the 2010 season finished 6 and 1. Uh oh eight finished 6 and 1. 11 6 and 1, you know. Mm-hmm. So he's it, it, he's done it. We it just in recent years has been you know, Un- Unleashing Hell has not been in season in recent years, you know, like well, in you know, the duck year where we finished the season two and three right. you know, or even in 20, where we finished in one and four, like creeped into the playoffs.
1: Oh, yeah. And it's an even 18. I remember that was that was a bit of a tough time. Well, now, I don't even remember that. The, the quote comes from 2012, right? Because I remember that was the reason that Unleash Hell became such a thing was that they didn't play great after he said it.
0: They 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 had come off a loss, right. but you know they weren't going to go into a shell because mm-hmm. you know it's it's uh, December football and uh, it's required. We can't go into the shell. We go into attack mode. It's required, right?
1: But I remember them not having a great year. Great doing great after he said it. That's what oh I in that remember. moment, yeah. That like that's, So
0: 2012, the two they finished two the and two three. And three,
1: I think that was last time. But I mean, it's honestly these are better numbers than I thought uh uh and it would be in terms of unleashing hell i mean it's it's you know uh so yeah so it's i, I i've actually become something of an unleash hell believer just from looking May at these all? stats yes. maybe, I should write it, maybe i should do a little write-up for the uh, website i'm impressed you put them together well i was impressed you put together that christmas ornament thing the other week but yeah <laughs> okay, it okay. <laughs> um oh my mother has more than half of those she just doesn't have the XL variants oh it, um, but, well wait till uh, but, you
0: get to the funko the funko pop oh uh, or, article. i'm
1: never buying a funko pop and neither is she if i see one in her house i'll put it in the basement that, uh, Read that, or they're
0: they're pricey. They're if they're like the up poly- the ones that are out of print. I don't know. They're oh pricey. my word! Uh, anyway, all mm-hmm. right. So, uh, how about bottom line here on these Tomlin believers? All this hope springs eternal at Blitzburg. Well, I mean, you know, no, no, uh, not afraid to criticize Tomlin at all. Blitzburg. will the Steelers win four of their five remaining games to keep Mike Tomlin's 15-year non-losing season streak alive? With over 2,000 votes, 63.6% yes, 36.4% no. Steeler Nation, there's hope. There's Christmas hell unleashing hope.
1: I mean, I I hope it happens. I I just, there's so many things that could go wrong. I mean, to keep it, that's a lot of games to win for people that haven't done it before, but it could happen.
0: It could happen, you know. It's it's Ravens Week. It's mm-hmm. Carolina. You know. Oh, I
1: can't even. I can't even look
0: ahead. It's Ravens Week. It's right. Ravens exactly. Week. I mean,
1: or just even things that you know would happen to a regular football team. Like it's not every team has their Pro Bowl kicker come down and have a guy come in to place one bad game and then after that is essentially lights out. This guy deserves a job. Oh when, yeah. When uh, uh, you know Boswell comes back, somebody better sign him up immediately. At the bank.
0: I, I hire him at the bank. The, bank <laughs> the banks are open for Matthew Wright.
1: Well, even just to finish your thought, I mean, just uh, how many things to go bad well look at this game today chooks left for a play yeah. you know and he came back that's the kind of thing that could derail a team from what going five and one down the stretch or whatever is losing an offensive lineman losing you know what doesn't get any better or it's you know that kind of stuff is i mean it, anything could happen is this
0: a hot i might is this a hot take i might be more afraid of losing chooks for multiple games, than I would be of losing Kenny for multiple games.
1: Well, I mean, it's it, that, that's a bit of a hot take. Okay, but it's, okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just this because because I mean, as soon as you lose Kenny, then it's you kind of lose like the uh, 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 the history aspect of this. Okay, like the, okay. Uh, I'm sorry, the future aspect of yeah, this. Yeah, okay. That, you know, but it's but I mean, I could see, but like if you're more afraid of losing Chooks than say like Friarmouth, that might be not quite so hot. Okay. Like that's something I could listen to. I'm just, like, well, I'm
0: just thinking the old uh, Moneyball stat, like uh, like rate of return over replacement or something what's that right right yeah. the return
1: on investment with yeah. or, or wins above replacement and I'm or thinking, whatever yeah, it and is I'm thinking, but you it know done. we lose
0: a tackle for multiple weeks and everything we've been doing with the run game might be oh, right but. and that
1: again my favorite moment of Moneyball will always be when i was watching with my non-sports friends who were halfway through the movie and, and my friend says greg which year did these guys win the championship i said keep watching the movie <laughs>
0: This is a product of your journey, and your journey's not
1: over yet. Not over
0: yet. You'll find mm-hmm. out at the end. Okay, mm-hmm. hold on. I think uh, I think the band's trying to get to the field. <laughs> Renegade, been in a winning streak. <laughs> All right, we got a couple odds and ends. Uh, how's time? Yeah, we got time for a couple odds and ends. Um. How about, well, speaking of Friarmouth? at okay. Stats Guy Daniel, Daniel Valente, most 70-yard games by a tight end this season, one, Travis Kelsey, two, Pat Fryermouth. Wow. Uh, if Travis Kelsey is the only guy ahead of you, you know you're doing something right. Steelers have a stud in Fryermuth. Uh Some people have been saying this has been his breakout season. I don't know if, if I've necessarily seen that, uh, but, I mean, this this stat doesn't lie.
1: Yeah, and I wonder if, like, the reason it doesn't feel that way to us is that we are, like, when you think of great tight end play, you think of people like Kelsey, you think of Gronk, you imagine this, like, idealized world where they take over a game and they're always open and they run for 130 yards. But maybe this is what great tight end play is, a guy that's always at least your number two receiver.
0: Well, how about the, uh, let's go to at PPP Christian, Christian McLaughlin, highest xqr i i i i think this means i think they're talking about the quarterbacks pass rating when thrown to them but okay what is the X? I I googled it there's okay. no there's no okay there's, it came not you you can google xqr it zero things come up
1: okay good because i'm so lost
0: highest xqr generated by a tight end in his first two seasons Pat Fryermuth 95.5. George Kittle, 94.9. Rob Gronkowski, 94.7. So I think what they're saying is the quarterback's rating, when throwing to a tight end...
1: Ah, okay. ...is he has the highest. I see. One, that's amazing. Two... I wonder if Gronk's is a little lower than it might be because wasn't Aaron Hernandez there at the same time? So like that could be so Brady had two tight ends to throw to, and and the other thing is the Kittle. I mean, it's who was the Niners quarterback throwing to him? I mean, was it Jimmy G or was it or was it Jimmy was G? It, was it Kaepernick at that point? I mean, I don't even know. I don't how think long they played back, together. Right, I they? don't think they did either. But I mean, it's but I mean, look. The truth is, if fryer is around any of these stats. This is a good thing. Um,
0: agreed enough said, mm-hmm. uh, Penn Stater. So yeah, <laughs> we, I'm in, I'm in on that. Um, how mm-hmm. about <whistles> at JLo nose ball, JLo, some interesting information, complaints about NFL officiating based on percentage of fan tweets. Steelers, the sixth lowest this season with less than 2%. So fans will complain about Canada, DJ,
1: Tomlin, uh, Mitch, Kenny, but not the refs well i i kind of wonder i mean one i this 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 the methodology on this one i would have to see this seems even less scientific than our friends at bookies.com but secondly i wonder if how much of this is a product of the steelers not playing all, losing that many close games I imagine, I mean, again, not having seen whatever the scientific geniuses at J-Lo Knows Ball come up with, (laughs) but I imagine you get the most of these tweets when it's a close game and one call one way or the other absolutely uh, 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 dominates Twitter. You know, also
0: probably a lot of tweets in primetime where, you know, that's the only game on and, and a lot of people are, are tweeting about every play from a game and that necessarily hasn't been a Steelers this season.
1: Right, exactly. Or, or again, the Steelers to lose such a game as that too, where they lose a primetime game on a close call. That hasn't happened really. You know, not,
0: especially like I'm thinking last season where there was the Joe Hayden blocked kick that was yes. called, you know, big, some big play, you know, uh, some big holds on TJ. This, I'm, I'm trying to think mm-hmm. this season, I can only think of the, like, the Spillane face mask that I didn't think was a face mask. Right. Some of this P.I., you know, some of this PI. But you, you know, they, it's the, these refs keep it within the spread. Um, yes,
1: at uh, always. But
0: I'm surprised that we're not a we're not a we're not a. Reiner. Oh, even
1: that. Even so, even with all the caveats you and I have thrown out, six lowest still feels stunning.
0: Yeah, especially this cranky fan base. Three out of four <laughs> tweets are negative, but we're not going to complain about the refs. Okay. Um. Oh, how about? Uh, at football.equipment, football equipment. If I did worse looks, it would be Tom Brady, Mac Jones, and whatever this is. And it was a picture of Cam Sutton with, did you see he had the calf not. high white socks? He, and you know, everyone would kind of wear black socks, but he was wearing kind of like old 70s style gym socks. They were wow. like, white up to the calf and then they had black and gold stripes oh. around around the top of the calf
1: uh-huh it really
0: like a you know old gym gym
1: school uh gym class look. right it sounds like something yeah you're shooting around hoops with you know with the the rest of the class yeah and cam went in on the comments on these guys Oh, good for him
0: he was like y'all yeah, flag my comments and not tag me directly straight up cat face emoji cat face emoji you know you don't know nothing about swag or the game <laughs> I you know these haters want to go in on every aspect and uh and you know, so I, I I support someone like Cam defending his uh, his look.
1: Well, one I, I I do as well, and it also seems like he did so without uh, cussing out a stranger, which seems like a good way to do things. But secondly, <laughs> right, uh, a fan, right? Yeah. Exactly. But I guess the other part of it too is like, okay, we just, did they just show his socks? I mean, what was he wearing with these socks? Like, it's if the uniform. Could... It was just what he wore on on the field. on oh, Sunday. Oh, okay. Well, then that's fine. I mean, the man wore the socks. That's you know. I mean, if it was like you know a team function and everyone is wearing like a suit or even like a hoodie or a nice shirt. And he's wearing these socks with shorts and a tank top. That might be ridiculous, but no, this is this is fine. I mean, it's you know, it, this is again, this is just you have to keep. The, we're only what eight days removed from that guy wearing the giant hat in the commander's <laughs> locker room, and here they are going after Cam's socks. Oh, like, I
0: googled, I googled giant hat stealers. that giant. I, I thought I that couldn't, was, couldn't was fake.
1: <laughs> I couldn't believe that was real.
0: Well, I couldn't find one. So if they are real, I don't you know, know. They were
1: like his buddy or something, right? Didn't he say that? Yeah. I feel like I clicked on it. At, um, yeah, no,
0: I, I want the Steelers big hats. Um, oh, you
1: and I can wear it together.
0: Anything else? Uh, Well, how about just we'll give the final word to. At Tomlin underscore sense. Obviously not Tomlin. Mm-hmm. Steelers are four and seven and still have more fans at, than the home team. Atlanta Falcons. It was people were people were saying 80%. That I
1: don't was know. Spooky. I don't know. It if It was bizarre. Was, do you think it was 80%? I, I, don't know I, believe, it was. I believe it was a majority. It's very hard because I mean, because it, 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 I believe it was it was 50 or over. I'm never comfortable saying it's more than that. But just just remember the crowd shots and how weird that was. Remember, that yeah. was like the one section of Falcons fans and that were waving those like Japanese baseball-esque flags. Oh, that's right.
0: They had the, the home team had like the corner. Right, in like the, which the is like what college football where you put yeah. the other
1: fans. Like
0: That's where they'll be putting all the Penn State fans at the Rose Bowl <laughs> this year when they... <laughs> Oh, if anyone has a hookup to Rose Bowl tickets, uh, help me out. I want to see Penn State. Um, is there anything I think that kind of covers it? Is there anything else? Uh... That's what we've been talking about. That has been what we've been talking Indeed. about. Uh, you can continue the conversation on social media. I'm at Kyle Kreis. Uh, Greg, where are you? I'm um,
1: at uh, Greg Benefant, B as in boy, E-N-E, B as in Victor, E-N-T, Twitter and Instagram.
0: Um, <laughs> it's Ravens week. I don't know. You yeah. know, like we're it working. is.
1: It's tough. I mean, even because Huntley's not a bum. That's he's, he's not. I think he'd start for a few days I think he's in that kind of Mason realm.
0: Yeah. And, um, Oof. Okay. I think I don't know. I don't want to be too hopeful. I don't want to say know, like we're gonna win out
1: and and then go to the playoffs. This I, is the toughest defense they'll see. Like on paper, I can say that. So if I mean they win this one, it very well could show up in front of them. But boy, this feels like a pivotal point. <laughs>
0: Excuse me. Ooh. All right. Well, uh, if you keep unleashing hell and we will see you next week, just remember to keep the voice of coach in your heart. Be the best selves. That's going to be required.
1: Stay in school.